I gotta stop being cheap, man. I gotta stop being cheap, man. I went to Walmart the other day. And I had to get one of those steam cleaner type stuff. You know, the ones that is vacuums and um, wets the whatever. It's steam cleaner. You know what that is. So I was going down the aisles. I forgot that I was in the hood Walmart because I went in there. I saw one. The box looked half open. They It was tape on it. So I'm guessing in my mind uh, in the back, you know, you know, some boxes get damaged when they, they're packing stuff from the truck. And so I'm guessing, OK, since it's open, I'm going to get a discount. Ask the manager. He said, oh, that's 10% discount. But, uh, I mean, it's not much <laughs> by the looks of this damn box, but hey, 10% is 10%. And plus it's just an open box. It's not like somebody returned it or anything. So I got my 10%, my little, my little 10%, you know, gotta get that discount. Then I went home, opened the half, the other half of the box because, <laughs> you know, it was half open. In the box was a few boxes of empty condoms. Like a few empty condom boxes was in there and pieces of the actual steam cleaner was not there. <sighs> I forgot I was in the hood one. Went back, but when I went back and stayed in customer service line, I saw the dude with the fattest ass. <laughs> Does that make me gay? This dude's ass was big, huh? It's Lucas. Pretty much do that busted challenge, G. Yo, yo, all them cakes back there. I stood right behind them in the line. You know the six feet. It didn't seem like six feet. <laughs> it seemed more like three feet. That ass. All oh, that ass. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Rolling Stoner Podcast. My name is Rolling, of course. Rolling Stoner, triple S's on that B, and I'm back with another episode. This is episode numero 29. That's episode number 99. We rolling out here. Woo! Woo! 99. We're so close to one away. I know today would have been 100 if I did an episode last week, but, you know, I had to take a week off, you know, seasonal depression and whatnot. But, uh, yes, we're back. We're back. But another episode, man. Before we start, shout outs to Bobby Schmurder. He just got released. He's back from he's back home, man. Welcome home, Bobby Schmurder. So today, shout outs to Bobby Schmurder. Hold on, let me just drop one quick song of Bobby Schmurder. Huh? 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 Ah ah ah! <laughs> ah, ah, ah. All right, let me do one quick song real quick. It's not gonna be what we're gonna be smoking on today, but we're gonna drop one quick song of Bobby Schmurder. I didn't get this ready. Bobby Shimoda. Searching. I didn't get the none of this shit ready. <laughs> Alright, so of course this is what it's known for. We're gonna rock drop that real quick, real quick, real quick. Let me put on my headphones. Ah, there we go. Why is it so low? And chew me on some hot nigga. Hey. Like I told this, I see when I shot nigga. Hey. 
Okay, let me cut it there. <laughs> Stop right there before we start grooving for the next six minutes. So I just had to play that real quick because Bobby, Bobby Smurder's back. Roddy Rebel's been back probably about a month ago. Roddy Rebel came back. But Bobby Smurder's finally back home. And the streets is happy. Unlike when 6 9 came back home. But when Bobby came home, the streets is happy. Streets is happy now, right? Streets is happy now. Hopefully, he does some cool projects coming out. I saw some video of him coming out of... um. What's his name? Quavo's private jet. Quavo gave him mad cash. Like, it was all cool, man. I love to see it. When a real nigga come back home, I love to see it. That's what I love to see, okay? But today on the smoke break, on today's smoke break, was on the menu? On the menu today is the only thing that everybody, every dealer in the East Coast has is platinum. The only, the only strain Every single, I've dealt with about four or five dealers in this East Coast, and all of them got platinum. I feel like they get it from the exact same person. Platinum. That's it. So today on the Smoke Break is another platinum from another dealer, because my the other dealer um kind of retired. <laughs> like, what the hell? I called him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fall back. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to fall back right now. I ain't doing that right now. Like, what? You mean fall back? Are you taking a 30-minute break? Is it a lunch break? Like, well, what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, man? What you mean fall back? Like, dog, man. Let me get, let me get what I'm coming here again. Like, oh, what, are you, what you doing? What you doing right now, man? But it would be great when uh, it finally gets, you know, legal here, you know, uh, so you don't have to go through third parties that tell you it's platinum, that really don't know what strain they have. It's just, it's going to get you high. Alright, so it's going to be platinum, if that's platinum, that's going to be platinum what we're going to be on the smoke break today. And today we're going to be listening to, Kevin Gates dropped the album, right? He dropped the album, he had a few songs on it, but this one song I really like, so that's what we're going to be playing. Because uh, I was off uh, last week, I had so many options of what to play today, like for our songs, like so many good options, all the way down to Billie Eilish. So, but Kevin Gates kind of got that with this song, so let me search for it, because... Of course, I don't have it queued up because that's not what I do here. <laughs> queue things up and get prepared for a podcast. That's not what I do at all. Not at all. Kevin Gates. Just typing it out. Okay, so. All right, here we go. Okay, so today's break, we're going to be playing Kevin Gates' new song from his his previous his album, his latest album, Only Generals Part 2, and that song is going to be called Wishing in Morocco. Here we go. Take care who I don't like. Can't believe this bitch won't act all innocent, playing all in my face. I just 
just hit the reset button, make a departure just how I came. No longer call no one with my pain. All of my scars come off when it rain. I'm on a roll now, down to all of my soul ties. Remember I used to tell you I love y'all looking in both eyes. Roll through this message from the backseat of a Tahoe. Oh, I wish I could be with you in Morocco. This how I feel right. When the pin might bust, outside of God, there's no safe haven for me and like us. How I wish I could be with you in Morocco. Wishing in Morocco. All praise to Allah, don't need no entourage, don't need nobody gods, he realign the stars. Manifesting a whole nother blessing, I gotta protect all my energy special. Gripping the whip while I'm hitting the pedal, they dance on the watch and they hitting the bell. So stay in your lane to get hit with the metal, don't wanna shake hands, I might get an infection. I ain't got time to be wasting no time with nobody, I probably won't give them a second. I'm on the grind and I am not about to dick ride on nobody, I get to the chill. Not going blind, but I've been counting that wobble one eye, you would think I would fit it. I'm on the roll now, counted all of my soul ties. Remember I used to tell you I love y'all looking in both eyes Roll through this message from the backseat of a Tahoe How oh, I wish I could be with you in Morocco This how I feel right When the pin might bust Outside of God there's no safe haven for me and like us How I wish I could be with you in Morocco Wishing in Morocco All right, that was Kevin Gates wishing in Morocco, and that's the only the generals part two that just dropped. I'm gonna be talking about that in the stoner scroll, but in a minute, let me take off my headphones. Oh, yes, I can hear. I can hear clearly now. Okay, so <clears throat> okay, so a lot of albums dropped this past week. Oh my god, a lot of good music. A lot of good music dropped, and that's what I'm gonna be talking about today on the Stoner Scroll, right? And if you're new to the Stoner Scroll, of course, let me go over the 10 criteria that make up for the Stoner Scroll, right? So number one is artwork, number two is title, intro, beat selection, uh, the use of features, less than 30% skip on first listen, the content, are you saying something? The replay value, does this album transcend time? Is it gonna be looked back upon as a classic? And number 10 is satisfaction guaranteed. Are the streets satisfied with this album, right? So today, we're going to be starting off with Kevin Gates' brand new album called Only the Generals Part 2. Only the Generals Part 2, okay? Now, let me give a, a, a quick, before I go over the score, uh, let me give a, a quick preview of the, not a preview, but a quick review, you know, you know what I do here. So, at first, right, at first the album... In the top was very, was a little dry. <laughs> it had some skippable hooks. Like Kevin Gates could rap his ass off, but some of the hooks be like big stepper, big stepper. That, that's a no go. That's a no go. So at first, when I was listening to it, I was like, ah, oh, no. But then he buried the better songs down below. 
down below from nine. So I think if he re, re like reordered it, like the first song, the intro was pretty damn good, but nine, 10, 11, 12, those are where it was at. Those are the, at the back and number 12. Oh man, he revealed something. So I will be going over the stoner score and I'm going to tell you exactly uh, how it fit in on this. All right. So the album was good. It was a little dry with some hooks in the middle, but he rounded it off perfectly. So let me go over this uh, stoner score real quick. So number one is artwork. Let me review the artwork right now. Yeah, it's a go. The artwork is a go. Now, I'm not going to say too much because, you know, almost all album covers have naked men on them. So I'm not going to be. <laughs> Would I be gay if I said this? Ah, uh, this is a nice album artwork, G. Yeah, I wouldn't. But number two is title. Only the generals part two. And you know I am when it comes to title. If you have more than one of the same series, you kind of almost get that. And only the generals is a good title anyways. So title is another check. The intro. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. That it, it was a, it's, it was a nice turn up intro to his old album I, I really liked it you know that's it, it garnered a lot of replays like the way it just jumped right into it yes yeah 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 i see that i see that so it prepared me for the the vibe of this whole album all right so number four is beat selection of course beat selection is a go there are always beats they flow through perfectly i wasn't tired i wasn't bored you know there's some some albums where the beats just like feels like they're just searching it off youtube and just doing a pool shiesty type beat <laughs> kind of google search but these beats flow through perfectly and they they worked all right so less than 30 percent skip on first listen i could say i could give them that i could give them that although like some of like i was said earlier some of the hooks were like the plug for the cartel come on Come on, the shooter of the cards. Come on. Big stepper. <laughs> Stop playing. Like, a lot of the hooks were just not really that good. But his rapping are great. In the middle, the hooks were just not, like, I was turned off with a lot of the hooks. Like, from number two down to now, like, number five. I'm just making up numbers. But started off the second one. Then he's, he has a lot of... He's talking about a lot of cards. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. So, I would say I didn't have to skip them, although they did almost got to the point of me having to skip them, but I didn't skip them. So, less than 10% skip on first listen. It's a check. The use of features, yes. Yes, there wasn't too many features on this, and he used them very, very well. So, use of features is a go. The content. Here is where it's at. The content, is he saying something? You know how rappers don't usually say much? There's like two sides of this album. Like, he's talking about being in the cartel, shooter for the cartel. Like, alright, 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 I ain't trying to listen to all that. And so, uh, that's one side. Like, if that's all he talked about this album... I would say, nah, he's not talking about anything. You know what rappers do, you know. All the rappers know El Chapo for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> all of them know him <laughs> personally. So, uh, usually if that's all he talked about this album, I'll say I'll write it, the, I'll write it off. But 
I have, I don't know of any rapper that would admit on his own song that he was molested. Uh-huh. Right? That, he, he gave us something, he told us something new about him in this album. If you're in the hive, you probably already know this. If you listen to his album, I mean, you probably do. But as a casual listener, I did not personally know this. I did not know this. So he did reveal something about himself that is not, you know, when, you know, when a rap, I put it like this, a rapper, when they say something that, that prompts a whole interview segment about, that's saying something. That is saying something. He said a lot on this. In the first, he kind of, like the way he placed it in the first, in the beginning, the first song, he kind of hinted at, telling his nephews that you know he or his son or his children that he got molested by his uncle or some shit like that or no no he didn't say it he didn't say it he didn't say it. i'm you know i'm off the platinum right now the rolling son of podcast so you know what it is uh he didn't really say he hinted at it at first then when you get all the way at the end the outro i believe it's the outro right then he tells you that he was molested as a child that's saying a lot. He was being vulnerable. And not like that caliber of rapper. Rappers don't usually do that. They usually, you know, the facade, you know, I'm the plug, you know, I'll chapels my mans, you, you know. So they don't usually be this vulnerable. And he was doing that in this album. So he has content. He check. Replay value. Replay value, like I put this as maybe if you have three songs in your album that garner, garners a lot of replay over and over again. For me, it has to be for me, not like high, because usually in an album, the songs I like are not usually what's the the most popular song. Like I'm, I'm sure "Wishing Morocco," the song I played earlier, is not gonna be the most radio played song on an album. But for me personally, it did have three that I'm going to replay over and over and over again. It, it definitely did. The Yes Law, the Morocco, the last one. Yeah, it, it had at least three. I could right off the top, top. Like now, if I'm, if I don't have to think about it and it comes right off the top that I could just name them, it, it gets a check on that. So it does have a lot of songs in this album that has a lot of replay value. Does this album transcend time, though? Is it going to be looked upon as a classic? This is where it gets tough. This is where it gets tough. That those songs I spoke about earlier that had really no meaning, the the hooks were just, you know, t- typical rapper hooks. That That's going to hurt this one from being a, a classic. So, no, it will not transcend time. Although he did reveal something very big. But as a whole, in the project, it does not transcend. Those four or five songs kind of kind of cut it off from that. All right, so is the street satisfied? The satisfaction guaranteed on this album? Most definitely, especially if you're a fan, if you love Kevin Gates. Va- I was about to say Kevin Vates. If you love Kevin Gates, you're definitely going to love to 
find out a new piece of information about him, about your idol that you didn't know before. Uh, he was vulnerable, and that's very big. So the streets are satisfied, and the other streets who you know like like songs about plugs and. El Chapo and you know I kind of do <laughs> hang on I kind of do but you know I not not in abundance I kind of do but to those they they are satisfied with this because he had a lot of those big steppers he had a lot of those songs on this album so the streets are definitely satisfied with this album so uh, out of a ten Kevin Gates only the Generals Part Two gets about a nine out of a ten on the Stoner Score ladies and gentlemen a nine out of a ten on the Stoner Score right. So next on the Stoner Score, the next album I listened to today is Jim Jones and Harry Fraud's new album called Fraud Department. The Fraud Department, all right? So if you're new to the Stoner Score, of course, I got to go through the criteria of the Stoner Score, all right? So it's out of these 10 criteria: the artwork, title, intro, beat selection, use of features, less than 10% skip on first listen, content, are you saying something, the replay value, does this album transcend time? And number 10 is satisfaction guaranteed. Are the streets satisfied with this album? I had to rush through that because I already you just did it just now but it's a whole nother video so i gotta do it again you know how that goes okay so we're gonna be talking about jim jones new album uh called the fraud department jim jones and harry fraud the fraud department all right so real quick listen to this album a brief review of the album it brought me back in time this is jim jones and jim jones doesn't miss <laughs> he doesn't miss he, he reminds me of a time where new york was on top that's what this album reminds me of. A time where New York was on top. And of course, I'm biased because I grew up listening to Jim Jones. So uh, that's it brings me back to that. The sound. He does not bend into the, to the times. The sound it still reminds me of a time where New York was on top. But of course, New York is not on top now. Although they think, you know, you know with the, <laughs> they, it was, it was kind of coming back a little bit with that drill shit. But... Right now, New York is not a top. So, uh, that's just a, a quick review. So, Zim Jones does not miss, and this album does not miss either. Like, it was, it's a very good album. It's a very good album. And it, it would bring you back to a time where New York was on top. All right. So, let me go over the, the, um, the criteria for the Stoner score. All right. So, number one is artwork. Let me inspect the artwork right now. Yeah, it's art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets that. It got that. It's art. This is artwork. That's a check. The title, The Fraud Department, Harry Fraud. Okay, <laughs> you got me. I, I see what you did there. I see what you got there. All right, you got that. That title's a go. The intro. All the song, right, All the songs of this album are good. All of them are good. All the songs, every one of them. All the songs are good. So the intro was good it, it it brought you into a vibe a mood of new york being on top even if it's in the back in, in the past it, it brought me back to that it, it like it was a little groanish like it, this the sounds was a little more for the grown not more not much more for the you know the youth you know you know the new sounds that's going on right now but it brought me back to that time so that intro introduced me to this album perfectly it was a seamless introduction and I was I was up for it. <laughs> I liked it. I was chilling. All right. Number four is beat selection. Number four is beat selection. The composition was done very well. the The whole the whole album was like 
one of the most smooth listens you're gonna ever have. Like it just like flowed perfect. It flowed perfect. A good, you know, an album is good when it's finished. You look around like, there's no more. There's no, I just started. There's no more. And this album gets that. This album gets that. So the beat selection was done very well. I didn't skip a thing. So that's a given. Number five, less than 30% skip on first listen. I did not skip anything. It, it, it ended quickly. And I was sad that it was over. All right? That's, that's, what it, that's when you know you listen to a good album. The use of features. Again, done very well. Got New York artists on there. And, uh, but of course, he didn't have... There's some notable New York artists that I didn't that he didn't have on his album. I don't know why, but he had a lot of New York artists on there, so the features was done very, very well, and they all fit. They all fit. It's a Jim Jones project. They all fit in it. Content was he saying something? Now this could be looked at in different ways, in different ways, because he wasn't telling us anything we didn't know about him. He wasn't revealing anything new. It was mostly about his childhood, his upbringings, you know, poor selling drugs. You know, we know all this about Jim already. He has a whole history of this. We we've heard it many times. So he wasn't really revealing anything new at all on this album about him that we didn't already know. Nothing that has sparked a whole interview segment about him. Like, oh, Jim, we didn't know this. Let's talk a whole 10 hours about this. 10 hours is a long time. But I just made up that that um, description from the last review, so I thought I'd use it again on this review. So there was one thing he was saying. There was one thing he was saying. He was being a little more political. Like, he dropped a few bars on one song, a few bars on one song, did a whole song. So he was being a little political on this which we want more of. We want a lot more of this. The activist, the elder statesman, Jim Jones. Because everything else about his past, we kind of already know. So, the elder statesman, you know, the BLM movement, you know, this is something he was speaking, he was preaching. And if he had a lot more songs of this and made a whole album out of that, that that'll be something else. So I might have to edge him saying uh, of content because he did have a few, like maybe three songs of him touching on the BLM movement and the stuff that we want to hear from him of right now because he's an elder statement, like I just said. You know, for me. So I'll give it to him because he was saying something other than everything else that he was saying, which we already knew from the past, past Jim Jones song. He drops like a project every year. <laughs> wow. He's still going. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> But, okay, replay value, the replay value. Is this have songs, like at least three songs with a high, high replay value? <laughs> this album doesn't garner a lot of songs in there with a lot of replay value. Uh, does this album transcend time? The thing is that this album could be a classic. It could, even without the high pop replay value because it's such a good project it could be a classic it could but it's not i don't say it is right now i believe jim jones already have classic albums so this one it's i will not deem it a classic it's a very good album but it's not a classic 
It's satisfaction guaranteed, though. Are the streets satisfied with this album? Most definitely satisfaction is guaranteed on this album. And out of a 10, Jim Jones' new album, well, Jim Jones and Harry Fraud's new album, The Fraud Department gets about an 8 out of a 10 on the stoner score, ladies and gentlemen. An 8 out of a 10 on the stoner score. Huh, let me get some chapstick. My chips. I was gonna say my lips are chapped. I said my chips are chapped. <laughs> hmm. And that that's all for the stoner score, by the way. That's all. You know, I did two today. You know, I took last week off. There wasn't really any albums that dropped uh last week that, you know, caught my attention. But now there's a lot of good music. Like I said, those two albums I just reviewed, they were pretty damn good. Alright. So so while I'm here talking music, let me just round up what happened the last two weeks that I've been off. Well, not two weeks, but, you know, it's been a week. So a lot happens in a week. So there's some Mikashi going on, Mikashi, you know, <laughs> 6 9 and Mikashi beef. I said 6 9 and Mikashi. 6 9 and and McMill beef. <laughs> and that was going on. Uh, it was weird. I, of course, you know, that's what 6 9 does to get attention, you know. He has to... Do this. It's unfortunate, but it's what he has to do. And uh McMill got caught slipping, you know, because <laughs> McMill was the butt of Six Nine's joke. And of course, right away, Six Nine put it on on his uh, in his song, his video he shot for his song. He put it, the video there because he was doing it for clout. <laughs> so Six Nine does. And of course, it's weird because then McMill dropped the this song. So yeah, it's a rapper. So uh, I guess. But that's all I'm going to say about the Mikashi. <laughs> the Mikashi shit is going on. A lot of stuff being done for clout. And uh, I don't know if it's working or not. Because I really don't care. And it's sad, man. Because, you know, Bobby Shmurda just came home. Everybody was happy. The streets. If he was in New York. If he was in New York, though. The New York radio played Bobby Shmurda's song all day. All the radios, all, if you can hop in your car, you're going to be hearing hot nigga all day. <laughs> and Bobby, bitch. Hey, Bobby, bitch. <laughs> Bobby, bitch. <laughs> and what's this? The computers from Rowdy Rebel. You're going to be hearing that all day in the New York radio. And it was good, man. I enjoyed it. I, I, I listened to it every single time because I'm happy. Everybody on the East is happy. Uh, the game is happy. Uh, Bobby Shmurdo took his time. Unlike 6ix9ine, he's the opposite of 6ix9ine. When, you know, when 6ix9ine came out, everybody got away from him, you know. When Bobby comes out, we got to go pick him up with the jet and give him some bread. Because Bobby's home. <laughs> Bobby is home. You feel me? He did his time. He didn't snitch. He took it. You know, he did a great, he did his time. You feel me? Unlike 6ix9ine that... Ah, the complete opposite. Bobby Shmurda's home. Takashi is still looking for clout. The world has been balanced. <laughs> the world has been balanced, all right? So now I'm going to stop talking about music because that's it. That's it for music. That's all I'm going to touch on. That's it. All right, so let me just go through the top headlines, the top things you should know in these times that have happened for the last week and a half, maybe. So, Naomi Osaka won the Australian Open. Congratulations. I got to put, like, I've been saying this for a while that I'm going to put my sound effects back on. And I am, I am. 
I am very soon. I'm making some changes right now, you know. But like, I think whenever I get a little, you know, seasonal depression, I buy a lot of shit. <laughs> That's what I do. I just buy stuff. I got a new chair, new headset, <laughs> like new light for the camera. Like, I buy a lot of stuff. But still, I will be doing my uh, my audio drops. I'll be going back to that soon. Just be ready. All right, so Naomi Osaka deserves a round of applause because she won the Australian Open, all right? And Novak Djokovic was the men's. He also won the Australian Open. So another round of applause for him. And it's pretty cool. Naomi, oh, man, she's she's doing good. She's doing good. And she, she with that dude, that rapping ass, <laughs> ass nigga. <laughs> Where's he with again? Ah, okay. I'm gonna move on. I'm not, I'm saying too much. I'm just gonna move on. What's next on the um Okay, what what something else I'm gonna have to touch on because I, I I talked about it beforehand is the Trump's impeachment trial. And of course, if you listen to this by now, you already know what happened, so I'm just gonna say what happened. He he won. <laughs> he won. Surprise, surprise. Trump won. He's been acquitted. So he will not be impeached for the resurrection of that storm in the Capitol on January 6th. Yes, he has been acquitted. All right. So it was, uh, let me just review the votes. It was 57 out of 43 votes. And that's the second impeachment trial that he beat. <laughs> he beat. This <laughs> dude. Uh, I told you before, man. I've seen him pull a lot of rabbits out of a lot of hats. And yeah, there goes another rabbit. Got him. But scroll that. I ran through the headlines that I've missed uh, that's most important. I know there's more other stuff I don't talk about. But if it strikes my attention, I will talk about it. So that's time. It's time for the MMJ Minute. The MMJ Minutes. If you're new to the MMJ Minute, of course, is the marijuana and cannabis-related news that's happening in the culture right now, right now, right now. All right? So something that you should know about is that it's been signed. New Jersey finally signed it into law. Phil Murphy finally signed legal cannabis into law. Now, I've been on... Ever since he became uh, the governor of, of um, New Jersey. I've talked about it on this show because this show was around. I've talked a lot of shit about Phil Murphy on this show because it was three years ago and this show is <laughs> it's three years. It's going on three years. It's about to be three years old. <laughs> Who knew? But I was talking a lot of stuff because back then this show was mostly all about cannabis news. It wasn't Rolling Stone about it. It was all, it was majority of cannabis news. So I did talk a lot of shit about phil murphy and his promises but it kept failing and failing year after year and finally signed it into law now the part that he signed that was the hold up the underage people with cannabis this is let me read the new the new laws that is signed into effect it's not a penalty if you have up to six ounces of weed it's not six ounces. That's a good amount. <laughs> six ounces of weed is a good amount. So the one thing I really appreciate about it is that cops cannot stop teens or kids because they smell marijuana. They they cannot use that to stop kids, which I'm very happy about. I'm extremely happy about because there's a lot of biases going on and there's a, a lot of war on drugs going on and they, they cannot... I'm glad that's been that that's been in there. And something else is that they have to give them warnings. 
They can't just go ahead and arrest them and do it. ruin their life like they've been doing because the war on drugs has been ruining lives for a very long time. But now they cannot, they have to give the kids warnings and they cannot use a smelling marijuana as a reason to stop somebody. Yes. Round of applause for that. Round of applause for that. It's about time. But the thing is that uh, although it is legal in New Jersey now, you still is going. You know, it's going to take some time before you could actually buy it. There's not. There's no dispen. No dispensary licenses out, so you can't really buy it in New Jersey. Uh, go talk to. I mean, they're saying it might be there by the end of the year, but Vermont they've been legal for like three years, and you still can <laughs> still can buy shit over there. But uh, New Jersey's different because you know. The tax that will come in is going to be huge. And, of course, New York and Connecticut are going to be lined right up next. That's how it works. The tri-state, New Jersey did it. New York got to do it. Connecticut got to do it. And that's that's the plan. Of course, I don't really talk too much about cannabis news on here anymore because there's a lot of plans and dreams and hopes. And, you know, everything just takes time. And everybody's been planning things for a while. And Phil Murphy, I've been on his ass about this for a while. And finally, it's done. It's finally done. It's signed into law, all right? Now, next week, I might talk about the new gene editing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be gene... You, I don't know if you've heard of CRISPR, but there's a, it's a lot of talks, especially if you're into stocks and uh, you like watching companies and stuff, about gene editing and... Uh, Kathy Woods, I believe, she's a big name, a big buzz name right now. She's the the hottest thing flying in the stock market space right now. And they're talking about CRISPR coming to uh, gene editing for cannabis, like to edit the without using GMOs. Now, it's going to be weird. I might talk about that next week on the, uh, the cannabis, the MMJ Minute. I might talk about that and I might forget. <laughs> Because we, you know, this is a Rolling Stone podcast. So we are here on platinum, so I might forget. So I might talk about gene editing cannabis plants next next week. I might. <laughs> all right. So that has been your MMJ minute. All right. Uh, again, shout outs to New Jersey. They finally signed it into law. Cannabis is officially legal in New Jersey. New Jersey. Except, you know, you just can't buy it right now. But, hey, it's legal. It's legal. That's another state. Check. Took a while. (laughs) It took a while, but it's there. Okay? All right. So, let me just close. Let me close this show, man. Let me close this show. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. You get used to not doing shit. I didn't realize that. Like, I took a week off streaming. I took a week off doing this. And kind of got used to not doing any of it. This is only a week. I was like, "God oh, damn. Got to stream again with these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I used to not do shit. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back to doing shit, man. It's weird. Because it's more like, it's more so because I do a lot of things. And as an entrepreneur, things, there's a lot of slow time. But when things pick up, that's why I, I tend to veer towards doing entrepreneurship, not all about the creative shit that I keep doing. So it's picking up right about now. So I got to pick it up and, and run with it. So that's why I spend less time with streaming and less time with... <sighs> I'm talking too much. So last thing I want to touch on, man. Last thing I want to touch on, because this is a, a theme. I, I like to touch, uh, create 
small, small themes throughout the show uh, over time because I, I talk about some things. And one thing is that, remember I talked about how California is going to stop all gas-powered cars by 2030, I believe. And uh, GM is going to stop making gas-powered, diesel-powered cars by 2035. Jaguar. Jaguar just said, 2025, all electric. Of course, you know, luxury cars are usually the trendsetters when it comes to car making, you know. Like, people have been had rare, rare cameras since 2001. <laughs> it just became standard, like... 2015 so you see what i'm saying so uh they usually are the trendsetters so jaguar is going all electric by 2025 which is very good because then we're we're gonna be moving like i said we're gonna be moving to electric we're gonna be moving virtual moving to electric the world is changing man and i'm here to witness it isn't that cool but a lot of people just never notice it because they're too busy either living in the past or living in the future. The world is changing right in the present times. I'm glad you're here to listen to the show so you can, you can notice some things. I'm bringing your awareness, right? <laughs> Don't worry about the future. We're in good hands.